Why choose this green church? I came to TGT because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGT makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, what things do, and that's what we call that's right. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. We are happy for the testimonies, okay? In the last six months, we've had jobs. In fact, it has become justice, okay? <laughs> you know, jobs, you know. We said it, God told us, we said it, and God is performing his words with signs following, okay? So if you're looking for a job, just receive, okay? Receive. Now, when you are receiving, you don't receive with, you receive with joy. Amen. Bible says, with joy, you what? You draw water. From the well of your salvation. So receive, you know, joyfully, expectantly, because God cannot slay you. Yeah, God cannot disappoint you. Alright? He cannot fail you. So just receive with joy. Be expectant. Okay, start preparing for the job in your head. It is coming, it's on the way. It's pretty close, okay? Because when God speaks, He back up His words with actions. Alright? So also during the week, Kola also traveled for his masters. We thank God. Yeah, for divine provision for how things came together. You know, so a month ago we have been um meeting on online on Saturday and it was just came, you know, and pam pam afterwards, pam 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 he has gone. Alright, things just came together very fast and, and that's that, okay? Amen. Prophetic words, work. Prophetic words. They work. Amen. So you don't joke with prophetic words. Hallelujah. Also come for prayer meeting. We are looking for prayer meeting, all right? I'm looking for book for, for boot camp. I was just wondering, you're not for boot camp. Why? What happened to you? Who did, who did you offend? Hmm? Free of late people, free of late people, free them. They shall allow you shine. Come for boot camp. Amen. Okay, it's a joyful morning. So, crafted by love. Crafted by love. Yeah. All right. Crafted by love. You know, yeah, I know some of our speaker, right? But I like YouTube more. I think people should do more videos than, especially for a service. If you can, you should do video, not just audio, so you can see, you know, what's happening around you. All right, so yes, yesterday at Bootcamp, I spoke about the prophetic, okay? Um, so we need to practice, you know, so that we, so that we um, cultivate what we have, you know, really just activated, all right? Hallelujah. So, I ask close, let's just do brief practice again. So, it's our thing. We don't need to go and look for it. Alright, so let's just practice. Eyes closed. You can even open your eyes shut, but just perform your focusing. <laughs> eyes closed. Alright. So, this is what will happen. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit. You will receive a word. Yes, we'll talk about hearing. Seeing, feeling, and knowing. So it can be any of them, okay? So it can be a word through your feelings, 
or you hear God speak, or you just know, or you see. You see pictures, visions, you know, moving, moving images, stuff like that. So just um, eyes closed, all right, just to, to focus if you need to. Father, this morning we receive because you are glad to share your heart with us. It is your, it is your privilege, though it's also ours, to receive, to, to, for you to share words with us and for us to receive words from you. And because prophetic words give encouragement, they give inspiration, they give instruction, they give joy. So we are glad to receive them this morning. So Father, let it rain. Let it rain. Let your spirit move, move over us right now and inspire us with words. I'm talking to you, so close your eyes and receive from God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So just a minute, all right? You are spiritual enough, all right, to receive from God. You are spiritual, you are, you are born again child of God. You are spiritual enough to receive from God. So just believe. All right. Amen. 30 seconds more. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. For those of you online, please just um, help me know that you are, you are online. Drop something in the comment section. Say I'm here, you know. Let me know you are following. Drop something in the comments. All right. Let's be together. His family is church. Waiting on you. If you have a word online also, do the same thing. All right. Let's know. Glory to Jesus. Please drop something in the comment section online, not on Telegram chat. Pastor Yinda, give yourself. Comment section online. All right. Thank you. All right. So if you have a word from God, share. Just put up your hand. Just, just, um, just wave. Just wave. If you feel like you have, you're not sure. Still wave, okay? You're allowed, to, you're allowed to feel like, you know, okay. I feel like I'm not so sure about it, okay? Just wave, all right? Anybody? One. Anybody else? Two, familiarity. Two. Anybody else? Anybody else? No as in the house. You feel, like, you feel like you know something, but, you know, because it's knowing, you don't want to cast, okay? Okay, let's go. Run, care, come. You're going to use the mic. Is this shareable? All right. Um, microphone. The mic. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Build your church. Come now, you have to be in the, in the spotlight. You are um, fine, don't worry, you're fine. Baby, yeah. Fine, could you tear? So, I... Saw a lineup of cups being filled, right? Lineup of cups being cups filled. Being mm. filled, right? Some were spilling over, some were gadral cups, but cups were being filled, mm. right? So um, what I basically pick out of it is, um, I saw the word goodness just Hallelujah. flying around, and yeah, cups being filled. Cups being filled. Glory to God. So goodness cups being filled. Some overflowing. Some they are still pointing to it. Okay, glory to God. Goodness cups being filled. So you are believing God for any of his goodness, okay? A job, a raise, you know, healing, whatever it is. God is pouring. God is pouring into just receive and expect, okay? Expect. Believe for spiritual gifts. Believe also and expect. Come on, let's go. 
It's for someone. Okay, okay, just share personally. Anybody else wants to go? Amen. Amen. Who wants to go on the spot? You just come here and have your word. Who wants to try that? All right, you grow quite. You, 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 you have courage in the name of Jesus. All right, awesome. Anybody else online? Okay, let's shoot. Crafted by love. So this one, follow me closely, okay? Follow me closely. My child of thought is not so linear, okay? To go like this, like this, and land like this. So, but to bless you, to make sense. Crafted by love, okay? I'll talk about love, about purpose, about hearing and following God's plans for your life, and then land it again on love. So follow my thread of thought, okay, carefully. Let us, let us walk the journey together. All right. So number one, you're a love child of a love God. You're a what? A love child of a love God. All right. You are made by love. Love. Now, wow. This way. <laughs> you are made by love. You are made for love. And you are made to love. You are made by love. You are made for love. You are made to love. Okay? Love is your nature, just as it is God's nature. Love is a believer's nature, just as it is God's nature. Amen. So you are built for love. You are made for love. You are able to receive and to give love in its purest form. Amen. You have capacity for love. All right? First John 4, from verse 7. 1 John 4, from verse 7. Love is my nature. I'm a love child of a love God. So love flows through to me and flows through me. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's go together. One to go. Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God, and everyone who, lo- everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. All right. What does not love does not know God because God is love. Look at that. So it says, dear friends, let us love one another. Why? Because love comes from God. And everyone who loves has been what? Been born of God and knows God. So if I truly know God, I will love. So he's saying that, you know, I measure my growth in knowing God by my love work. It's not by how well I can re- re- recite scriptures or, how, how, you know, or, or by the vocal dexterity of my tongues. Some people have sweet tongues. Glory to God. Okay, we don't measure your love by those things. All right? We, your, your knowledge of God by those things. We know the knowledge of God by how well it can reflect his character, his loving character. Now, we have people that speak in heavy tongues, but they're manipulative. They can see, they can hear, but they are manipulative. They use their prophecy to manipulate everybody, okay? So, we don't, we don't, we don't discern God's character or Christian maturity by how well people see, hear, know, or even preach. Your maturity in knowledge of God is shown in your love work. So, the more I know God, the more I love people. If I don't love people, I don't really know God as I should. So growing in knowing God is growing in loving people. So, now makes us see the world around us that, is it possible that most believers don't actually know God? 
Because, again, when I say our country, with how plenty we are as believers, okay, and I see how our country is run, how we deal with each other, even as believers, I'm beginning to wonder, do we actually really know God? Or we'll just serve God for the things we want from God? Because many times, that person is a local government chairman, he's a Christian. And you're wondering why is your journey spilling over? And nobody cares. Why do people embezzle the simplest amount of money? You know this money is for health care. This money is for hospital. And you steal it. And you go to church and pay tight. Even give testimony. God has done it for me. It happens a lot. People are blowing up. But we are wondering, sir, you're a civil servant. Your car outside is big. Big Jeep. But sir, you are a civil servant. And in case there's one in church, pastor, I just bought this new Jeep. It is 10 million naira. But we don't know anything is doing. So we should, be, we should be asking ourselves, really, what kind of faith do we practice in Nigeria? What kind of love, what kind of God do we actually know? If we know God, it should show in our dealings with people. You know, when, again, I said, I said yesterday that you, 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 you judge a tree by its fruits. I believe strongly there's something wrong with Nigerian Christianity. Nigerian religion, its fault is broken. If we can pass by people in, people in problem out of fear for our own lives, something is faulty with, with how we see God. Everybody, everybody just doing, myself, me, and my family, just everybody can take their deal with Aaron Wala. It's faulty Christianity. You know, I read, I, I read, I read about church history. So the time when there was, there was, there was, there was, I think, was it a plague or something? It was Christians or a famine going out to save people. No compulsion. It was just the Christian thing to do. Going out of your way, even in crisis, to solve other people's problems. What about the Corinthian church? In their, even, even though they were not, at that point, in their, in their, Paul said, out of their poverty, Corinthian church, right? They gave to people in Jerusalem in their, during, during, during their own famine. They thought that, okay, even though we don't, we don't have all, all we want yet, right? Some people have it for at this point. Can we reach out to Philippian church? Can we reach out to them? Do you understand? So we have to, you know, do this Christian, this Christian life. Let's really do it. If we love God, we will love people. If we know God, we will love people. There has to be a change in Nigerian Christianity. That God's goodness flows out of me to my world. It's not, not just about what I can amass. What, but how I can spread out God's goodness to my world. So, in all our big dreams, your big visions, what is the people component of it? What is the what? The people component of it. I, I just plan to just blow. You just want to blow. I, I, I tell you that God's kind of blow is not just to make you only prosperous, but to make you a channel to help meet the needs of other people. Alright? So we have to change how we think. If I love God, I will love people. Alright? My love for God, my knowledge of God is shown in my love work with people. When I show growth in my love work, I'm showing real Christian maturity. You know, I think I, think I remember something like, ah, this seems to trigger me, this seems to trigger me before. It doesn't trigger me anymore like that again. Uh, oh, I've grown in that area. That's fun to see. 
Something that normally make me, you know, very, you know, pressured, angry. No, not maybe not necessarily angry, but pissed. Like these days, oh, God bless them. That's Christian maturity. That's growth. So we have to see those spots in our life where we are saying, okay, I've grown in this area. Before, when they tell me this, I'll do back, back, boast, 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 boast. But now, okay. Mm, Pele, God will help you. All right? That shows Christian maturity, Christian growth. So we've got to allow ourselves grow. All right? Because that is when you are showing that you are actually growing in God. If you grow in gifts without growing in love, you will become manipulative. You will use that gift for trouble. If you grow in gifts without growing in love, you will use the gifts wrongly. Very particularly, First Corinthians 12 and 14. We had in the middle of 1 Corinthians 13. There was a whole chapter on love. In between two verses on gifts. They had one in the middle on love. Because why? It is love that holds it together. Love binds everything together in perfect harmony. So we've got, see, if you're actually loving, if you love, you find it easy to flow in things of God. When, when your heart is genuine, all right, you find it easy to flow in things of God. Easy. Those, those people that you find very soft and tender hearts, God flows through them very easily. Okay? So can you begin to not cultivate, you know, your love work? Deliberately cultivate a sensitive heart, a soft heart towards people. A soft heart towards people. Forgiving easily. Loving tenderly. You know, deliberately saying, okay, this person deserves bad ghost, but I will just give him mercy. This is what he deserves, right? But I will just give him mercy. Alright? Let's go to verse 9. First Corinthians 4. First John. First John 4. Verse 9. Alright? Let's go. This is how God showed his love for us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but as he loved us and set his son as an atoning sacrifice. Please pause. So this is love. It's not, it's not like we first loved God. He now loved us back. No. It's that we were not lovable. We're not what, we're not what love in our actions. Okay? But he gave us love first. You get so it's not it's not about people being 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 nice or being kind. It's about you giving love to the undeserving. It is easy to love in quote someone who is nice to you, someone who is kind, someone who has sense. But your real test of love is for those who don't deserve it. Father, you are feeling this right? Is God is God touching your heart? <laughs> All right. The real test of love is for the annoying people. There is no test in loving that cute boy that loves you back. That's not love. You're like going to buy yourself. <laughs> okay. It is when, maybe when it annoys you and you give him mercy, okay, that's love I'm talking about. Not loving people that are easy to love or when they are easy to love. All right? Amen. Everybody can love the loving. Christian love is also loving the unworthy. Glory to Jesus. All right, let's go. 11. Dear friends, we are together. Since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Look at that. Since God so loved you, you also ought to love people. Treat people well. Amen. Twelve. Twelve. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete. Do you see that? Let's go on. Look at it, please pause. No one has seen God. We'll finish that, so go on. We'll come back there. 
13. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us his spirit. All right. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in him. And then God, 16, 16. And so we know and rely on the love that God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. You see how much priority is putting on our love work. Tying down everything, all our, all our Christian bragging, you know, the, the braggados of, you know, all the tying it down to love. That if I don't love, it's not, it's not, it's not that deep. You're not that, you're not that spiritual. You know, even though you can prophesy, you can sing well. If you don't love, you know, send it. anything. It's mangolo. Clanging symbol. It's not it. Let's go. 17. This is how, this is how love is made complete among us. So that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. Awesome. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Let's go on, 21. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. Whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not. Do you see that? 21. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. If you cannot love people that you see every day, that you can, feel their, you can see their, their weaknesses, see their, see, see their challenges, their limitations, their problems. If you cannot love them, how do you say you love a God you've never seen? He's saying that if you don't love people, you cannot say you say you're a liar. If you claim to, love, to, to not love people, if you claim to just you know, treat, treat, treat people shabbily, you know, I say you love God, so you're a liar. So it's not, it's not just in saying, I love God, I love people. No, this love is, is practical. It's, you can see the love. We can measure the love by how you, how you relate to it, not just how you talk about it, it's how you actually deal with people. Your love for God is seen in your love for people. In your cheerfulness with people. When, when people are around you, you know, are you all bony? Okay, you don't like wala, you just leave me alone. Or are you, are you approachable? Are you cheerful? Are people happy, happy around you? Or do they, walk, do they walk around you on eggshells? If I say one, I'm annoying. If I just mistakenly say one wrong word, they will cancel me. You know, in these days, there's people, people, people are trying very hard to not say the wrong things. So people want to tweet. You do, you clean. Right again, clean again because one word, one mistake word, the people cancel you. So people are even even to preach. You first that word you say, you think about it very well. So thank God for us, we are younger, so we know, you know, you know, just, you know, just, so we can we can flow with you. When elders speak these days, they are, they, are, they are scared to talk because they are talking from their generation. When they talk like this, they are in trouble because we are people of picking one word and vexing over it. So that if you say something like, if you cannot cook, if you can't cook, don't marry her. And we are people just begin to fight the old man. For oh, Christ's sake, is 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 old. What 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 else should he tell you? And even that there's some truth in it, but we argue. No, I'll say it in public. I'll say it in private private counseling. Amen. You get chef, okay? How much how much are you earning again? God bless you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. 
You are nearly wedded. How much are you earning? What you can look for 12? Are they, are they cheap? Do you get rich? <laughs> we'll buy food. How many will you buy? Okay. So that matter is practical. Talking about in counseling. But you get my point here. That people, people are, are working on eggshells to say the truth because we are people of looking for faults to talk about. We, are, we, 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 we assume too much knowledge and we don't know Jack. Oh, see, marry re, but your voice is like for marriage. Because you don't, exactly, because you don't play, exactly the point. He's a Ranu, she's at Ranu, amen. Amen, it's true. People that are married tell you something, you argue with them, kineko, kineko, I'm like, okay, ah, wabawaju. Check my point here. So people are scared, because people are out to counsel, picking faults. So people walk around you, walk around you, you know, eggshells. Or, can, can people make, can people goof around you, and you just give them mercy? That this thing is said, doesn't feel right, right, but... People make mistakes. We are, we are all growing. We're a work in progress. All right? You know, even, even as believers, you know, in, you, know, you know your righteousness. Can you do people, people that, don't, that are not as good as you are? Or do they irritate you? Do they irritate you? That's so Pharisee like, you know. It's so Pharisee because you forgot where you came from. You are not that good too. <laughs> no, you are not. You are not that good. You've got to play your film. Are you? Are you drunk? <laughs> Amen. So give people mercy. Sometimes, too, like I've been saved for too long. I've been saved two thousand and four. So you know, I grew up in church. I grew up a church boy. I got saved two thousand and four. So I've, all my life, I've been in church. I've been, I've been well protected in a good church, in a good Christian family where there's love and real cover. So I didn't taste many bad things, right? So is, is, it, is, it to, is it to say, is it to just look at people like, like your phone is protected, goodness follows you? <laughs> that, you know, because you, you didn't do any, any bad thing. God just God kept you in a, in a, in a, in a, in a cocoon. He can't actually just kept you. Like, how is this person so bad? Where are you people from? God protected you, give people mercy. Amen. People like me, as in God shielded me. I asked myself bad plans. God let this come to pass. So it's not because, not, not because I want to do it. It was God that kept me from doing those things. So I should be, I, I should not have people with judgment, but with mercy, grace. You know what you know. They don't know what you know. So give mercy. Let people feel good around you. They call Christ friend of sinners. The most holy man that ever lived yet was called a friend of sinners. He ate with them. He had that collectors. He did. He went to their house. He, Matthew brought his friends. He sat there. He ate. People like I know. You know now. It's not, now this is it's even easier nowadays. But in those days of real Pharisee culture around, where the elite, elite believers, elite teachers were, you know, like 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 a class on their own. Elite class. They don't talk with any of our people. They don't joke with any of people. When they come to everywhere, they, they are sparky clean. Walk 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 with piety and all that. Christ, the most holy of them, went and sat with tax collectors. And you have to W. Don't leave that tax file. It's not, it's not a fire arrest. It's not, it's not, it's not dignified. It's any to W. It's like Biro. So they were pushed, right? But you get the point. They were unkind, unfair. They were cheats. They will report you to, to the Roman authorities to beat you up. You don't, you know my point here. But he sat with them. He ate with them. He was called a friend of sinners. So who are you? All right? 
Is it possible that what more salvations, if you can actually deal with, un, deal with the unsaved, they can, be, they can be happy around us? What happens to us right now? We have the church and the world. The church should be in the world. Not the church, then the world. We should be amidst them, making connects. Let them see your light and want to serve your God. We get to offices, just look for Christian friends. And zone out the remaining of them. It doesn't seem that easy. There's no challenge there. They don't see the Christian friend. What about dealing with people that actually, actually really need you? Alright? Many times also, we don't act because of fear. If, this is difficult to understand, if I help this dying guy on the road, this is really challenging. What if he's not dead? What if he's a robber? Pretending to be dead. What if take him to the police station? And while I... It's difficult, right? But we have to still remember who we are. I don't know how it works, right? Because it's difficult. But we can't just be comfortable turning our eyes away. Again, difficult, right? Because of our country. But maybe, maybe... Uh-uh, small, small, fine. Jesus is Lord. Okay, let's focus. She's single, amen. Amen, okay, let's focus, okay? Hi, Bolu. Let's focus, okay? Sorry, Bolu, how you doing? <laughs> amen. All right? Did you hear my point here? So maybe, 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 maybe if the church truly cares with our influence, our numbers and resources, Maybe we'll push up policies that will help us be able to do these things better. Maybe the church will push for police reforms. We'll push for, push for you know, hospital reforms where people can actually take the city to the hospital that someone has a bullet wound and they don't tell you to go for police reports. Maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe we can push for those things if we truly care. But the church acts too weak, acts too aloof. The world can burn and go to heaven. Can we... No, can, can we begin to use our influence for change, for good? We have the money and the people. Do you understand? You know how what the Nigerian church is. We have the money and the people. In fact, if you have people, you have the money. If you have the people, you have the money. So can we begin to think differently? If you say God is good, you owe it to your word to show them God's goodness. If I say that God so loved the world, then I'm, I'm put on that demand to show God's love to the world. And I tell you, that love, that love is not just getting them saved. It's also caring for their immediate needs. Amen. And we are the church. So don't stop thinking about another person now. Begin to think about you. Us. That as we grow and get better, that we don't grow into the things that we, just, that we, that we don't grow into, into aloofness. You now finally get, uh, get all you want. And you just begin to, uh, you're fine. You want Bajeko coming? You know, you're You know that thought, you have coming? Now we don't go into that. All right? It even starts now. Trying to find ways to help in our own little way. Okay, because at least if you, can, if you can't give, can you speak out? Can we speak for the oppressed? For the vulnerable? For the downcast? Can you see how, your, how, your, how this country treats its young people or its old? Where are the care homes? 
radicals. So if your parents, if, if your parent, your grand, your grandfather is 90 and needs help, one of you has to go home to help him. There are no care homes. What about our young people? The schools they attend. I, I didn't plan none of this. The schools they are, the, school, the schools we attended. Your school toilets. Like you're an animal. I'm sorry. Yeah. That school has a VC. It's probably a Christian. What? <laughs> See that? One day, you also be in authority. Will you be already dead with people's, people's sufferings by then? Or will you nurture from now on? Nurturing, you know, this care for people. It starts from where you are. You know, I love Mr. Macaroni. Might as well be a Christian or a believer. And it even hurts me more that we see more unsaved activists, I'm sorry, than saved ones. What is wrong with us? What is wrong with our faith? You get my point here? What is wrong with our faith? A loveless faith is a dead faith. Kohulo for nothing. And now wonder they don't care for your God. They cannot care. He's comfortable, right? He has, he's living a good life. But he puts himself at the front lines. Can we, at least you can just speak up online. Speak up. Justice for any immoral. That's the least you can do. Speak up. Speak up. Speak up. Love should show. Speak up. Speak up. Pray. Pray for your country. Pray for justice. Pray for justice. <sighs> All right. Amen. Is that good? All right. Let's move into purpose a bit, then back to love. 20 more minutes to do this. God, you're up to this morning. All right. I'll talk too much. I blame Bolu. Okay, sorry. So, amen. I said something I'll just recap something from I'll just recap it again. All right. So, your life has significance because God, who is love, okay, wired it into you at conception. Right there in the womb, purpose was wired into you. You are not meaningless or some random bloke walking the earth. There is purpose, there is meaning, there is significance wired into you. Glory to God. All right? So there are things that God, in his love for you and the world, has wired into you to bless your world, to draw value and fulfillment from. There are talents, inclinations in you, with which you can bless your world, you know, and, be, and actually live a significant life. There are things in you that your world needs. Those have to be grand, all right? But there are things in you that your world needs. Is it your voice? This is even what people don't think spiritual. You make people laugh easily. Just people just laugh around you. That's something. Can we have people that will be in comedy and say, "I'm a comedian. I'm sent to be, to be a comedian. God sent me here." 
Even though it's not necessarily Christian jokes, they are civil, clean jokes, right? But you have a gift to make people laugh. That's his ministry. It's not something, something so big like, you know, you build a big church. That's not all. People need to laugh in these days. Is it possible that God put those things in you for your world? You know, when you look at Maverick music now over the last one year, they, t- they, took, they took us through, through, through COVID-19. Back-to-back songs. That's ministry. Deep ministry. So are there things in you that God needs for your environment, for your generation? Yes, there are. It comes from living in love, living for purpose out of the place of love, being driven by love. All right? So you're not random. The world needs you. Jeremiah 1 5 says, Before you were formed in the womb, I knew you, and what? Before you were born, such a part of the to the nations. God put things in you before you were born to save your world. Not just, not just to save yourself, right? But to serve your world. So begin to live out, you know, for more than yourself. Live for purpose. Live for, to serve people. Live to give out value. Not, not just to amass value, right? You, 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 when you give out value, value will come back to you. Value will come back to you. So see whatever God has put in your hands, you know, as purposeful, as for service. You are a child of purpose. You are not meaningless. You are not worthless. Yes, they, they gave it to you because the condom failed. That, that, that <laughs> it's not because failure. To, to God, it's not random. See, I'll say it again. Some people, some people feel like they were born by mistake. My parents' condom did not work. I'm sorry. I'm being, I'm being graphic. So whatever they did, no, whatever they did, your phone will not break. Just name. Your phone is preserved. <laughs> Amen. But you get my point here. You are not a mistake right there. In the womb, even though your parents made a mistake, Abby, God did not make a mistake. He had purpose into you. You are not random. You're not, you're not a child of chance or a failure. Your parents wanted four kids at the fifth one. You're not a mistake before God. God planned your bet. So stop thinking, you know, my life is meaningless. My parents don't love me. They don't care about me. Yeah, there's meaning to your life. Is it possible that, you know, the things you are going through can actually, you know, God did not make it happen, right? But God can use it, right? And from it, um, bet out things that miss things of other people. That you can go through your life in which right now is challenging, it's difficult, it's sad and all that. But you move through it, right? By God's help, you succeed. And you become a emotional speaker. Help other people succeed. We succeed. I'll write a book. How to succeed from stack failure. And you sell and make money from your story. Do you understand? There's purpose in what you are going through. There's purpose. In, there's a loving purpose in what you are going through. Even if God did not cause it, God can use it. God can use it. You know, there's, there's this quote by Margaret, Margaret Thatcher. It says, everyone can be valued. Everyone has something to offer. Again, everyone has value. Everyone has something to offer. Now, in our own case, you should use that quote for taxing. Everybody can, ta- can be taxed, but you get the point. Everybody has value. Everyone has something to offer. So you are super significant. 
glory to God. Some people smile so easily. Their smile can charm a room. There's purpose to it. All right? Glory to God. Good, good, good. All right. Luke 12, 6 to 7. Luke 12, 6 to 7. Babes, am I doing well? Am I doing well? Good. I'm sure, mommy. <laughs> All right. Luke 12, 6 to 7. Glory to Jesus. Can we go? And not five sparrows sold for two pennies, yet none of them is forgotten by God. All right? Indeed, the very ends of your air are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. The air on your head, even though you are bowed, right? Is <laughs> numbered. God is that concerned about you. Your life has value. Your life has significance. So enjoy today. While praying for tomorrow, right? Enjoy where you are today. Your life has meaning. I saw, this, I saw something like yesterday. The many times we are in between, we are in between answered prayers. We are in between answered prayers. Where you are today was what you prayed for yesterday. Can we begin to enjoy today knowing that you are in between answered prayers? Amen. In a journey, on a process, enjoy today and serve people today using the gifts that God has put inside of you. All right? Dream with those gifts. All right? Dream with them. Dream with people in mind. All right? So back to love. Glory to Jesus. Mm. Interlude, I'm coming. All right. Back to 1 John 4, verse 20. 1 John 4, verse 20. You know, love is as simple as you are in a bad mood. Right? But that's where people are. And you smile just to not affect people around you with your own bad mood. Like smiling. You deliberately give out a good aura. Like you don't get yourself too consumed with what you are going through. You deliberately, deliberately give out a good aura. You smile deliberately. You can train yourself to be a smiler. Pardon my language, okay? But you deliberately just give out love. Like that. All right, so let's go. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister, is a liar. For what does not love their brother and sister, whom they have not seen, cannot love God, whom they have not seen. All right. 21. 21. And as gives us this command, anyone who loves God must also love their brother. James 2, 14, 17. James 2, 14 to 17. James 2, 14 to 17. Are we there? Let's go together. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If anyone of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, not accomplished by action, is dead. Now, 
when believers say things like, you know, ministry is just preaching, teaching, healing the sick and all that, this Bible calls it incomplete love work. So, people are suffering. No health care. No, no good schools. No food safe. Just on the altar, the Lord bless and keep you. God bless you, all of you. God bless you. Peace be unto you. Peace be well fed in Jesus' name. You know, but you do nothing. Practically, about the physical needs. Says your love has no meaning. Amen. So, we as church, as individuals, deliberately care for the needy around you. Deliberately. And then as, 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 as a church also, we should have programs that target people's needs. You know, not just welfare now. Teaching people how to make money. Courses. Programs. Targeted to, at helping people to actually be able to, to live well. To feed well. That is being church. Not just teaching right. Teaching right and helping people practically to live well. Building hospitals. Building schools. You my point here. We as church, that's what we are called to do. Who we are called to be. That our love should not just end in preaching. should be seen in practical ways of helping so it is spiritual. Church, building schools is spiritual. It's ministry. Church, doing courses on how to make money and all that, is mini- it is real ministry work. It is spiritual. It is love. That is the real love. It's love in action. So we preach right. We also take practical action to help people. It is real ministry. So when we have those dreams, we are having real spiritual, real God kind dreams. So in Matthew, Matthew 14, 17, 21. So I'll just, I'll just I'll narrate it, okay? Christ did it. He, said, he taught them all day. And by evening, it was getting dark, okay? And the disciples said, Jesus, so time is going. Let's send them home so they can get back to, the, back to the villages on time to buy food. Time is running out. And Christ told them, he says, you, give them something to eat. The disciples said, we already taught them now. We already taught them. So he gave them a rema. We bless them spiritually. Why care for the physical needs? Christ said, no. You, find them something to eat. And even though they had nothing there, but because there was love in action, the little bread that they had was multiplied, you know, to get the job done. Christ was showing empathy. He put empathy into his ministry. Give my point here. Caring... He put empathy into his ministry. All right? Amen. So don't send them away. Don't say it's not your business. You solve the problem. Stop dodging. Stop hiding. You solve the problem. Solve the problem. Sometimes it just takes you doing one small thing. Other people come, come join to, to solve the problem. So my school has no, my school has, has no toilet, right? The skinny cock and is bad. Is it possible that church, I'm just saying off my head, does some restrooms, if permitted, and I will come and say, this is good, let's do more. I'm just thinking off my head, okay? But you get my point here, that we should go beyond just talking. You solve the problem. You solve, you get involved. Get involved, solve the problem, talk about it, be involved. All right? Don't just say, it is not my business. Be empathetic. We'll see more 
miracles of provision if we get involved in solving problems of people. We'll see more divine provision. Are we still here? Yes, you want to preach? Let me hear what you Okay. Also, in landing this, okay, in our jobs, our, our business, our career, we should build also with people in mind. Build with empathy. You're a you you UI person, you're an architect, you're a lawyer, what, whatever you do, build with empathy. Let love show in your craft. Let it be, let it be shown there that this, my work is crafted by love. Like when, when, when people use my product, they feel this, ah, person tried. Person finished work. Not just, just no, out in Nigeria, just take their money and run. Just take their money, do for them any other, any, any other one to eat and just, ah, just cash out. No, now we'll go beyond just cashing out to actually building with love in everything you do. Whatever you, whatever you do at work, that you build empathy. An HR person, serve with empathy, serve, serve, serve your employees with empathy, with love. As, as the CEO, let, let, let your culture smell love. Love is here. Build with people first. People first, not money. People first. Empathy first. Not just money. Okay? Good? Humans are God's biggest asset on the world. Biggest asset in the world. Human beings. We are God's biggest asset in our world. Let's treat people like that. Alright? If we as church, as believers, think this way, it will show in our culture. We are a culture of ozu. Ozu. Anything you do, just make, make the bar. Secure, secure the bar. It is showing that we have ritual killings because money comes first before people. People are sending organs because money first before people. Can we change how we think? People first. That from the church will go into our world a new culture that puts humans first. Can we rise this morning? You know something, eh? in a culture where people, people are not treated right, if, if you build your business with empathy in mind, you succeed. You stand out naturally because around there is not common. If you build yours with empathy, with, with, with good customer care, you will stand out so easily. How many people think like this? People first. All right? Designed for people not just for profits. Designed for what? For people. Not just profits. Can I just find out this morning? Receive grace to love. All right? Just talk to God in a moment. Receive grace to love. 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 That I love, not just in words, but in actions, that, that your love becomes my driving culture. That your love is the root that drives my actions. I build with people first, with empathy. I value people. I solve their problems. I don't just simply look away, right? I get involved in solving problems for people around me. I let your love flow through me to my world. I'm not selfish. I'm a giver. 
I give my time, my resources. I don't just go about just trying to amass, 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 right? People, people first. Love first. People are happy around me. People like to be around because why? I love. I care genuinely for them. I allow love of Christ to flow from me to those around me. I'm a lover by design, so I love. I'm known by people around me for, for, for my love. People just love because I love back. People love because I love back. I love hard. I love well. I give my best to people around me. I serve them well. I carry a loving aura. If you walk in divine favor, you must be loving. You must have that loving aura. You must smile more. Hug more. More, more fist bumps. More my guy, are you day? So Lord, I receive grace to love. I smile with people, with clients, with customers. You know, I serve them from my heart. People first, not money. Are we praying this morning? People first, not money. People first, not profits. Empathy first. Not show off. Real love. Real concern. Uh, you're not praying this prayer when. It's because it's not money. not prayer to blow. Pray it when. Pray it very well. <laughs> I truly love. If I love, God can trust me with resources. If I love, God can trust me with resources. If I love, God can trust me with resources, with people. I'm a great friend, a great, a great partner, a great spouse, a great neighbor, a great colleague. I'm a great CEO. I'm a super boss. My staff, they thank God for me. My boss is the best. Ah, my manager, my HR, best HR ever. So loving. So genuinely, genuinely caring. This morning, I see capacity to love. To love the God way. A love that forgives. A love that gives. A love that genuinely cares. A love that prays. Help me this morning. I receive capacity afresh to love. To build for people, not just profits. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father, this morning, we receive afresh capacity to love. That you change our culture through us. That through the church in Nigeria, you change our culture. That your love 
will flow from your church to your world. In the name of Jesus, that we'll see love in everything. In our, our built-built homes, we will see your love there. In our make our roads, we'll see your love there. In parks and gardens, we'll see your love there. We'll see your love through people. In our roads, we'll see your love. In our companies, we'll see your love. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, it's, it's through us. So yes, we submit ourselves to genuinely love, to serve in love. When I, I pray for us this morning, that whatever we need to solve problems, the connects, the resources, the people, the grace, the health we have in the name of Jesus. Your needs are met. Your loving needs are met. Those bills are paid. You find grace to help you in times of need. In the name of Jesus, that NGO will succeed. Yes. That business will thrive. In the name of Jesus, that career will prosper. You find resources to serve genuinely. In the name of Jesus. And it will show you everything we do. So right now, if you're watching me online or you're here, you're not born again. You know, God's love is received by his children. It's God's children that can accurately give our God's love. You know, we can solve problems a lot easier with God on our side. If you are here, you want to be born again. It's super easy, right? It's to put your faith in Jesus. That Christ came to the world suffered and died for your sins. He paid the price for your sins. He was buried. He didn't stay there. He rose up again to give you a brand new life. Okay, so if you put your faith in him and what he has done, you are born again. So say after me, Lord Jesus, you are here online, you want to be born again. Lord Jesus, I come to you today, this morning, a sinner. I believe you died to pay the price of my sin. You were buried, but you didn't stay there. You rose up again to give me a brand new life. This morning, I receive the offer of that brand new life and forgiveness in the name of Jesus. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. This morning, I am born again. You said that prayer with us. You are really born again, okay? If you made that prayer, you are actually born again. So help us to reach out to you. You'll see a link to a form on your screen or in the comment section. All right? Fill the form, all right, with your name, phone number, and email. So we can reach out to you and help you to understand this journey. Father, I will thank you this morning for soul saved, for growth, and for love. We are empowered to live out this love in the name of Jesus. Are we blessed? Are we blessed? Give me a clap of friends. Hallelujah. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.